This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast. I'm Dan Staten. This is your blue collar, do-it-yourself, self-guided, public land, elk hunting learning curve resource where we leverage hunting to create more personal development. Our goal is to educate and encourage our listeners to become the best possible version of themselves through hard work, delayed gratification, and being accountable to themselves. Oh, hey, what up? Welcome to Elk Shape Podcast. Pretty stoked about today. I've been waiting to drop this official announcement, so we're going to do that uh, in a hot minute. So for those that have never tuned into this podcast, we're all about hard work, delayed gratification, you know, being accountable to yourself and, and really what you want to accomplish and that drive just to work hard, knowing that hard work pays off. That's us. So you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. So if you're checking us out, we appreciate it. Uh, today we're going to sit down with uh, a squad of good friends of mine. We're going to announce the uh, something kind of cool we've been working on for the last, oh, over six months. It's about to go live July 1st, so I don't want to spoil that. We'll get right to it. This podcast is brought to you by Vortex Optics out of Wisconsin. These guys make the UHDs, the ultra high Def. I like 10 by 42 or 10 by 50 for elk hunting. I have 10 by 42s. That is my bino of choice. They back their products up with the VIP warranty. Kenetrek boots out of Montana. I wear the mountain guides. I like a little bit of a high top. I don't mind wearing boots that are a little bit more stiff and have a lot of rubber and that can support me. I got tiny little weak ankles and so I wear those and then I'm utilizing base map doing all my e-scouting right now. Pretty excited to check out a couple different backpacks from Kafaru. 
those should be coming down the pipe and I can do some uh, YouTube videos on kind of unboxing and going through their frames and their bags as well. I've actually never utilized theirs and uh, I'm stoked. You know, giving away a Matthews bow at the end of elk shape camp season. We have one last camp left to do in Wisconsin. Just got done with Colorado. That was an all-star cast. Uh, we had no Limits Archery. If you ever go to Denver, go to that archery shop. It's unreal. Phil Mendoza owns it. And uh, at camp, we got to run through the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge that Phil puts on, which was incredible. He had a bunch of his techs help all my campers with just, you know, we had a lot of people with too long a draw lengths, too short. Some people had rest malfunctions. Uh, they needed to, well, I'd say several needed to go down in poundage on their draw. It was pretty ugly. We worked on shot execution and we worked on knowing your effective shooting range and breaking that up into thirds. And we tested that and tested that. They got such good reps. And we had Snyder come in from Kafaru and Frank. We did a live podcast. We also broke down a lot of backcountry equipment and answered questions. It was incredible. Of course, we talked about fiscal fitness because none of this can be done without a sound elk hunting budget and having all your ducks in a row at home and then we obviously broke them out on nutrition and performance and workouts and uh, we even go in deep on breaking down some of the hunts live going over the video doing like a chalk talk is what we call it at camp man it was awesome i love elk shape camp and it felt great to finally do something kind of normal throughout this COVID 19 bs and uh, the lack of social distancing was amazing so appreciate that grim reaper broadheads Phelps Game Calls, Baku, Wilderness Athlete, Sitka, Climate, Hamsky, Easton, Tight Spot, Black Gold, Lakewood, Off Grid, Crossover Symmetry, and Black Ovis, Last Chance Archery, AAE, and Northwest Retention. Now, let's get to the podcast. I got some of my closest homeboys on this one. We're dropping a big announcement. Without further ado, this is the official announcement of the Elk Collective. Let's go. Cam okay, recording. Hello, everyone. Coming to you live from Grangeville, Idaho, at the Cinex, where they have a Taco John's. If you can't eat dinner at home, eat on the road at Taco John's. You may not, <laughs> you may pass every truck on the road, but you'll never pass a bathroom at Taco John's. <laughs> and welcome to the Oak Shape Podcast with me, Dan, the fitness man. We're doing a special episode tonight. I'm so stoked that you guys are tuning in. I am joined by three brethren that uh, probably don't need any introductions, but uh, I'm going to have each one of them say hello and uh, tell them, and then we'll just kind of go around, and then we'll go right into what we came to talk about tonight. First up is out of Utah, actually originally from Washington, uh, Mr. Gabriel. What's up, buddy? What's up? Just alive and kicking down here. Yeah? How's the Utah life? Oh, it's great. High elevation, nosebleeds, that type of stuff. Oh, sorry, Jason. Yeah, nosebleeds. Uh, you are getting married soon? <laughs> uh, next next June, yeah. We, we moved it back a year because everything going on with COVID, so yep. it's all right. Yeah, you want to put them through two hunting seasons. Not one, but two. Uh, yeah, exactly. you got to make our earner keeps. That's right. And then so. in the, uh, the Cenex gas station... And somewhere Idaho is the bugler. What's up, Dirk Durham? Oh, hey there. I'm uh, sitting here in Strangeville, as in Grangeville, Idaho, at the Cinex. I'm um, right in the middle of moving from God's country to South Idaho. 
Um, call me crazy. <laughs> Everybody down there is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> We'd love to get out of this rat race down here, but here, here I am heading to the rat race. And last but not least, uh, as of today, a new tag holder for mountain goats in Washington state, the Mr. Jason Phelps. Yay. What's up, Jason? Hey, not much. Just, uh, I'm still on cloud nine. Can't believe I drew a tag. Um, that's pretty awesome. And then draw one of the best, best units in the, the lower 48. I'm, I'm stoked, but, uh, it's almost as cool as drawing an elk tag, I think. Mm, yeah, almost. Can you call goats? Yeah. Are you working on a goat call? I can't figure if it's a sheep or a goat. I get them confused, but I'm going to work on that sheep he, slash goat call. You don't have to call goats. All you got to do is just take a leak and they'll come up and lick it. They'll lick the salt. That's baiting, <laughs> and that's illegal. Baiting's illegal, John. Not in Washington. <laughs> well, we we got everybody on the podcast tonight. We're going to drop the final big announcement. We've uh, Dirks teased it on somebody's podcast, and Hayden Idaho, uh, Jim Huntsman, and I teased it on a podcast with Ben Gorman. Uh, Jason and John have done a good job of keeping it a secret. So that's who you want to trust with your best hunting spots. But we are coming on tonight to let you guys know about it. this exciting project that we've been working on. We're going to tell you kind of how it came to be, where it's going, and hopefully we can invite you guys to come along for the ride. Dirk, drop it like it's hot. Tell us all what's going on and what we're going to be doing. So we've under we've taken this undertaking, if you will, uh, it's called the Elk Collective, and what it is, it's it's on the line on on the interweb, I I guess you call it, um, <laughs> and what it is is digital elk hunting education. It's all about a collective of different individuals. It's not like one person. Um, it's the collective is greater than one, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to sit here and tell you my way to hunt elk is the only way. Uh, I'm going to tell you how to, I do it, and then uh, Jason's going to tell you how he does it. Dan's going to tell you how D does it, and then we have the, all these other subject matter experts that will kind of tell you how they do it as well. That way you can take little pieces of everyone's ideas and ways and put those in your quiver and, and maybe be more successful every fall. Jason, how did this idea spark take us through the process of the little seed to where it's going to be starting July 1st. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of happens in our, our everyday, um, you know, everyday routine. Um, we're, most of us are already working, you know, you from, from the elk shape side, you know, me from the call selection side and strategy side, you know, Dirk from that side, you know, John. And so it just, it just made sense that we're already doing all this. We're already putting forth the effort. You know, all of us are involved in podcasts in some form or another. And uh, I believe Dan kind of uh, dreamed it up. He, I think Dan sparked it, and he's like, "Hey, why don't we? We're already doing this. Why don't we? You know, come come to the table. Um, you know, it's it's 2020 now. Nobody likes to read. Let's do this. Um, let's let's do an all audio or video. Um, you know, nobody likes to read anymore. And then it was just the the brainchild of uh, you know, as Dirk already mentioned. I, I like to do things my way, but then 
that's not the best way for somebody to learn. You know, some people learn by, you know, visual, some people learn, um, by, you know, somebody else's way. And so really what we want to do is give you hundreds of different options on, on calling strategies, hundreds of different options on, on shooting. And I might be getting a little outside, you know, maybe not hundreds, maybe 10 or 20, um, different options. But, you know, the idea was kind of spurred like, Hey, let's give these users, um, unlimited, um, or close to unlimited ideas on, on, you know, what the best bullet selection is, what the best call is, what the best strategy is going into an area, you know, how to set trail cams. And, and it just made sense, um, to, to kind of give the user the ultimate, um, you know, they, they can kind of decide their own way and decide what strategy they want to try this year or what worked for them. And, and it's just going to be a pretty awesome platform for people to come in, um, you know, learn and, uh, you know, not that not that we've got it all figured out because I'm I'm humbled every year. I think a lot of us are humbled every year, um, even though we we think we're good elk hunters. Um, but it, it's really to help guys that are you know maybe struggling or want to learn a little bit more or see what we do. Um, and it's going to be a cool community, and that's what it's all about. John, you know you're the MVP of this thing. You are the glue to this thing because between those ears, you're kind of a wizard at making things super polished and user-friendly so give us your perspective because you're the guy who's done the heavy lifting we do the content and you help out with the content but you piece it all together you've seen what it's going to look like once it goes live july 1st tell us a little bit about what people are going to experience yeah so as far as uh what people are going to experience when they get to the site we uh, shot for a super clean, easy to use and navigate site. Um, we really want people to enjoy the experience on the site uh, and and make it like just super streamlined. So that way people get there. Um, it's just like one or two clicks to enter, you know, any content, view what they want. Um, it'll be a full online um, course that they can log in. They'll it'll walk them through. We'll have a bunch of different sections that are on there, um, and it'll just kind of step down through there. And uh, we're always going to be updating the content on each of those and letting members know, you know, so they can come back and there'll be new pieces from new elk hunters and people alike that we brought on board. And if they're going down through the course, uh, they can stop at any point that they want, mark off right there as incomplete, and then they can leave. They could go, you know, vanish for a month, two months, a day, however long, come back, log in, pick up right where they left off. So it'll be nice and easy for someone as a member um, to keep track of all the content that they've looked at and then also be notified of new content as it hits the site. Um, we will be updating uh, the site with, you know, information, blog posts, videos, stuff that you don't necessarily need to have inside the course that is just kind of like little tips and tactics. Um, but the majority of the meat and potatoes are obviously what you're after in the course. Um, and then we're also going to have some other segments, um, that Dirk kind of mentioned, he actually called today and had a pretty good idea that, um, will be coming to life too. So, um, on the social side of things. So, um, yeah, but I mean, overall the entire site, uh, it's going to be very easy. People can expect to see tons of content videos, uh, primarily all videos. If they do want to read, they can read, they can listen, uh, do whatever they want, access it on their phone, computer, anything like that. And uh, yeah, it'll be nice and easy. I'm going to circle back to how this thing started a little bit. So uh, there's a lot of different resources out there. It's a little bit convoluted, whether you watch YouTube videos, but you never really get to dig in deep. You kind of just see a highlight reel. 
uh, or listen to podcasts and you don't get, it's not interactive. You don't get to ask questions. So sometimes it leaves you curious. And when Dirk, Jason, and John and I were kind of dreaming this thing up, I think living and breathing are the two words that we, that kept coming back. Like this thing needs to not just be bang out 10 videos, type up a bunch of words and come back once a year and update like, uh, the seasons or moon phases or what the weather might be like. We want this to always be evolving because our elk hunting journeys are always evolving. It's not staying the same. And so living, breathing content means that we're going to come back all the time and be updating you on the journey, the processes, the things that we're learning. And I think user-friendly means that your commentary, your comments, the, the future members of this site will help drive the content, which is why we've talked about several different angles. I'll name a few. We're going to do a quarterly webinar, and that's just going to be driven from user comments, frequently asked questions or the most rele- relevant questions that we see. And then we're going to get together and utilize technology and people that are members are going to be able to log into that live webinar. And that's going to be just included in the membership. This podcast is going to have overdrive. So some of the best elk hunters that I get on this podcast, we'll do an hour podcast for elk shape and then we'll do overdrive. And that content will be exclusive to the elk collective. You can play that audio while you're at work and your boss won't even know that you're getting better at elk hunting while you're working. And then we have probably my favorite, and I think Jason might agree with this, but the director's cut version. So Phelps and his whole crew have made awesome films throughout the year. Same with Dirk. And you watch these videos, but they leave you questions, Jason, like uh, your Wyoming hunt. We did a director's cut where we literally dig in on every piece of that hunt and figure out why you called where you called from, why you hiked the way you did, the routes you chose, the setups, the setups, the setups. And I can tell you, I learned a ton by just interviewing you on those. And we're going to continue to do exclusive director's cuts where we go behind the scenes of all our past hunts and our future hunts. Super stoked about that. No, no, I was just going to, I was just going to add to that. The director's cut, I think is, is something where it gives, you know, Dan, um, or, you know, or anybody watching any of us, uh, the chance to kind of pick that hunt apart and just ask, why did you do that? Why did you do this? And it, it's, uh, you know, at first I'm like, well, you should know why we did it. Cause we thought it was the best idea. But when we really had to dig into it and explain why, um, you know, I even learned from it going through it. So I think it's going to be a really cool section as, um, we start to dive deep into, into some of those whys and how comes. Yeah, the director's cut, actually, we started that at Elk Shape Camp a couple of camps ago. Dirk and I got this idea to go through a couple of his mouth tab madness, play it live in front of all the campers, and stop the video throughout the thing and take their questions. And I don't know, Dirk, that's probably the best feedback we've gotten from any camp we've done is people raved about learning behind the scenes of the director's cut, going diving deep behind your hunt and, and learning the, the method to your madness. Yeah, I, I agree. I had really great feedback on that. And, and <clears throat> kind of what spurred the idea in my head was I watch other people's hunts. I watch my own hunts. Um, but there's no narrative. Like you just have to kind of watch what unfolds. And, and a lot of times if I'm watching somebody else's hunt, I'm like, what's he doing? What, why does he standing right there? Why didn't he do this? Or why are they doing, why did they call now? Um, and I thought, you know, there's probably a lot of questions on people watching my stuff, wondering what, why is he setting up there? Why, why is he standing in a certain 
direction rather than a different direction? Why isn't he kneeling? You know, all these different little funny little nuances we do when we elk hunt, um, we, we kind of take for granted for, for a lot of the, the newer folks out there who are just learning to hunt. They haven't, maybe they have never been there in that opportunity, that very moment where a bull's coming in and standing with your feet pointed the right direction, doing all these little things, those all add up to success. And if you don't do them quite right, sometimes you, you miss your opportunities. So um, I think that it'll be a great, it'll great be a great learning tool for for everyone. I, I know even just watching uh, Jason's stuff or, or John's stuff or anybody else's, uh, I, I'm picking up little things too that people are doing. You know, we talked about that there's some other resources out there, whether it be like academies or schools or master classes or universities or whatever you want to call them online. I think what's going to make this different, we said living, breathing, but I think it's going to be more of like this community community is going to learn from so many different subject matter experts, not only like famous elk hunters, but even a more amazing elk hunters you've never heard of. You know, we're going to go find those diamonds in the rough. And uh, Dirk and I are going to be tasked with traveling to these guys' houses, sitting down, filming, recording, and getting the best information up to date so you can really dive in and learn to get better. I wanted to go over the backbone a little bit, and that's what we're calling it. We kind of have like our cornerstone content where that's like the most educational. And then from there, we're going to have, and John, I want you to add to what we're going to be including because you're building everything. But as far as uh, the backbone goes, we have Welcome to the Elk Collective, Getting Started, which is like oh, so much content from, well, what weapon are you going to use? How are you going to get your tags? Um, and then Elk Calling, obviously we have Dirk and Jason as a strong resource. We'll reach out to others and get their narrative. Um, but understanding elk hunting or comprehension is going to be huge. And then all the tactics that you can employ and then execution and the director's cut and then inside those categories is going to be hopefully hundreds of videos i know that we're going to migrate the entire elk shape camp archive or library um, we're going to shut it down at my website and we're going to just move that entire library to the elk collective so for those that have so purchased elk shape camp online congratulations you're going to get the first year free of the elk collective and hopefully you renew once you see how much more is in store but how, john how many elk camp videos do we have there uh 57 or 8 just of those or like just the pieces from your camps and then uh man i don't know i'm still chipping away like loading stuff I, I, we're probably going to be pushing 90 or 100 you know on there i would say um just on the course stuff um initially um but i mean there's stuff on there i mean how to you know, set your bow up, how to do it from home, you know, how to load ammo, um, you know, everything. It's not just elk hunting. I mean, we're teaching people about gear, um, you know, and, and all the other little pieces that go along with it. And we're always going to be adding stuff too, you know, and, and, and it's probably one of those things like initially, a lot of people are going to come there. They're going to want the elk knowledge and stuff like that, which is obviously kind of our intention. Um, but we're always going to be adding new content. So, I mean, whether Dirk and I, like we talked about, it's like you go out and set your trail cameras and maybe it's not necessarily just elk hunting specific. And maybe we're going to throw something in there about deer hunting or we'd set something else or how we do something. But Hey, here's another little piece. Like we're just going to try to throw everything at you that we can and, um, make sure that, you know, obviously you're getting your bang for your buck. 
So yeah, I'm excited to bring uh, Jason on because he's kind of like Jason. Don't don't get an ego, but you're one of the little smartest engineer nerds I know, man. You just geek out on the draw stuff. You have your own spreadsheets. You know how to use all the resources out there. And I have convinced Jason to show his cards and help everybody that signs up for this to really dig in on each state's draw and understand it, hopefully somewhat close to Jason's level, so you can have these tags for your short-term, over-the-counter options, backup plans, your midterm draws, and then your you know, swing for the fences type setup. So Jason, what other topics are you excited to to kind of drop knowledge bombs on? Yeah, I mean, I love, I love, you know, it sounds so cliche, but like the whole getting a tag, like where are you going to hunt? What's your, you know, if you're from back east, um, you know, you can take some of our stuff and maybe you're not looking at the every year option, but you're looking at the, well, what can I do every five years? And then maybe at the same time, you're, what can I do every 15 or 20 years? And so I love the idea of, of studying areas, studying you know, how to get tags. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, like you said, I'm a nerd. And so I, I love the numbers, I love the percentages and trying to figure out when you're going to draw. Um, I'm also, you know, a, a, a closet long range rifle nut. So, I mean, we're going to, you know, we're going to dive into all of this stuff. Um, you know, I might not be the subject matter ex- expert, but I'm going to definitely go out and find the people that uh, I want to learn from, you know, whether, um, you know, whoever that may be. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just as excited to, to provide content as I am to learn from some of this stuff. Um, you know, and then of course strategy, um, it, it's going to be my own strategy, but I'm almost, I'm, uh, really really interested in, in learning you know there's some there's some you know killers out there and i don't know if you want to necessarily mention names yet or who's going to be involved but there's some guys that i look up to um that, that may be better elk hunters than me and like well i do it this way and i do okay but these guys are killing the biggest bulls in the unit every year what are they doing um you know and so that that's where i get excited as well like uh, i'm a little bit selfish and like i'm gonna learn something too from this and, and that's really the intent is whether you're the guy that's been hunting for 30 years and never killed an elk um and you're just looking for that little nugget um, to make that happen, or if you're the guy that's been, you know, you've killed an elk every year for the last 15 years, but you want to maybe kill a bigger bull, or you know, we're going to bring those guys on, you know, and and uh, be able to hopefully learn from them and and pick up bits and pieces to to you know, uh, lack of a better word, you know, make your elk hunting dreams or, or accomplish the goals that you want to, and I'm um, I'm really excited about that. Dirk, uh, I'm pretty stoked because you paint a pretty clear picture in the intro video about elk hunting being so special and i do want to get a little soppy for a minute can you tell us what elk hunting has done for you in your life and kind of why you're so passionate about it um elk hunting is my reason for everything um <laughs> and i'm not trying to sound like like cliche like jason mentioned earlier talking cliches but but uh you know I never was like a athlete in school. I never was some brainiac nerd, you know, getting on the honor roll. Um, I couldn't play a guitar. Uh, didn't have too many girlfriends. But the only damn thing I was ever good at was calling elk and, and elk hunting. Um, so I guess that's that's my thing in life, and that's kind of my, my reason why I do what I do. I mean, um, some people are sports-driven. Some people are driven by money and and uh, all I wanted to be able to do is is go elk hunting every year and and enjoy it to the fullest so um, man that's that's what it's all about for me and and I like to share I like to share with other people you know and um, some 
some may want to hear it and some may not, and that's okay. But uh, I, I feel like I'm a I'm a kind of a student, a continue a continuing student of the game. Um, I would never I don't know if I would ever call myself an expert um, because I have so much more to learn. Um, and I'm constantly during elk season. I'm constantly trying new things. Trying, you know, I listen to what everybody says out there. There's all there's there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, and I'm listening on how everybody else skins their cats. And I try it. I try a little bit of everything, and some of them work pretty great, and some don't work as much. But you know, maybe I'm not doing it right. But anyway, I think uh, I think I think I'm pretty excited about just sharing sharing all these things with everyone else and and hopefully we all can you know grow together and and become better elk hunters john same question regarding your passion for elk hunting yeah i mean you know elk hunting was for me was kind of one of those things that it was an escape from everyday life from the real world you know sitting behind the computer but it started when i was young and phelps he knows this guy and uh he was one of my hunting partners and moved up to libby montana and you talk about an elk killer that nobody knows on social media and the guy's got jason how many big bulls does davis have probably five six over 330 yeah and like yeah he's got a bunch and so he's just one of those guys that like for me, I, I kind of learned elk hunt from, and then, you know, picked up watching all your guys' stuff, you know, I mean, obviously over the years, like we, we watch each other's stuff. Um, but for me, you know, it was kind of spending the time with my dad, you know, with my dad being a little older, you know, he's 72 going on 73. And, um, you know, it was kind of just the family, the time, the brotherhood of being out there. But it was also something that kind of created that drive, you know, like what, what am I doing every day, you know, with my life? And it's, where am I going? What am I working for every single day as I'm working on something? And it's honestly, I mean, to take time off. It's like, I want to take the time off to go hunt elk. I mean, it's just, that's what drives me. That's what motivates me in the fall. And I literally, I mean, I work, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, some weeks, sometimes more. And, uh, you know, it's literally all year until September. And it's because I want to go hunt and it's like, I want to go hunt elk. And so, um, you know, elk hunting, it's a special thing. You get to communicate with the animals, you get to talk to them. And, you know, honestly, there's nothing more exciting in my opinion than getting a big old bull screaming in, you know, running the over and, and just being able to interact with something like that. Um, you know, it's, it's just a special time and special time of year in the woods and, uh, you know, deer interact. I love whitetail hunting and they rut and they, you know, grunt and do their thing, but it's not an elk. So, you know, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of it for me. JP, same question. Yeah. So when I was growing up, elk hunting was always kind of this uh, rite of passage, right? Um, you know, seven, eight years old, I got to ride around a deer hunt, but when it came to elk season, um, the kids had to stay home and it always from that, I don't know if that's what planted the seed, but I can remember being a little kid, like what's this elk hunting all about? Like, why, why is it okay for me to go deer hunting? But all of a sudden, um, I don't get to go elk hunting. And, and so that was kind of, you know, planted way, way back. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, whether it made it, made it cooler or not, I can remember finally when I was a freshman in high school, like, all right, you can elk hunt. Um, and, and I got to learn why, you know, they drop you off on top of a mountain and say, we're going to pick you up down there in seven hours, uh, see you there. And like, shoot, I was scared. You know, I was scared for my life, you know, just hunt down through this timber all day. And, uh, 
it, it was awesome. And I learned really quick that I didn't have to do that hike every day, the quicker I could kill an elk. So I, I picked up really quickly on how to follow tracks. And, and I got to learn from, you know, my family, um, you know, a long lineage of, of really, really good elk hunters. Um, you know, they didn't bow hunt. Um, so I, I learned a lot of stuff that I still use today. Um, that's, that's made me a better archer, um, or an archery elk hunter and a caller. You know, I learned to read sign. I can read tracks. I, knew where to find elk and so i learned a lot of that from my family and then it, it came to a point where not that this rifle hunting was easy but it it di- i didn't really control my own destiny like i needed to get up or i needed to stumble into them and uh so i was kind of the first of of my family the first in this area to hey i'm gonna pick up a bugle tube and and, and figure this out and i can remember um vividly like it was yesterday uh, me taking that primos terminator out to a clear cut where there, where I'd been seeing elk, um, you know, probably the first of September. I wasn't bow hunting that year. Cranked it off, and I called this bull back out of the timber. He got the 25 yards, screaming his head off, you know, peeing all over himself, just going nuts. Uh, and my uncle got scared, got up and kind of waved the bull off because the bull got a little too close. And from that day forward, I would say I'm hooked. Um, I've, I've loved elk hunting. I've loved everything about elk calling, the interaction, you know, quote unquote, being able to trick nature and, and and kind of you know um call them into our laps um tricking them and then anybody that knows my backstory um you know there, i would be a fool to say that elk hunting hasn't changed my life um you know I, I i being completely transparent it's changed it financially for sure but that's not what it's about for me and everybody you know probably you know wants to call bs on me but i don't pay any attention to all that i love interacting i love being able to go to the shows and talk to people educate people and and i'm the first one to admit i might not know it all but i'll at least share what has worked for me what hasn't worked for me i love to educate and uh you know i come from a family where um i always wonder if if grandpa's up there like you know shaking his finger at me because i came from a family that didn't share anything um we told you we killed our bulls on the opposite side of the mountain we told everybody here instead of there um and and so i didn't grow up in this way and uh you know, being able to share and, and uh, you know, get these messages um, or emails saying, hey, man, whatever you told me in, in this seminar back then, it worked to a T. And, and they show me that grip and grin. Like, that's what it's all about for me now. Um, I absolutely love elk hunting. I love to help people be successful. And uh, I, I hope that, um, you know, I've got a pretty good avenue through the through the game calls now. But I hope this elk collective really opens that up and I can you know, reach more people or we can reach more people and not just us, like the whole entire collective can reach more people and uh, we can take some pride in, in knowing that we're helping fill freezers and uh, bring in these high quality experiences to people. So uh, elk hunting is, is, uh, is everything, you know, outside of my family and, and, and all of that, like, you know, there's not a day that goes by. Um, I'm not thinking about, you know, a bugling elk somewhere on the mountain and uh, it, it kind of consumes me. Mm. awesome guys appreciate you sharing um my cliff notes version to that question is just besides faith and and family uh my feet hit the ground every day and it's a preparation for elk season and that might sound over the top but i feel spoiled i feel blessed i feel like elk hunting is a gift that uh, a lot of people in this world don't have they don't have something external that can drive them to get up early and ex- just drive them to get oh i don't know an entire month's worth of work done so you can just check out and go elk hunting and that you're shooting your weapon in your backyard mid-december when there's hardly any daylight because you want to kill an elk you're going on a run when you'd rather watch tv because you want to kill an elk or 
you're maybe investing in a program like the Elk Collective because you want to kill an elk. And you, I think it's the world's best, pure, purest, perfect form of protein. I think that it brings out the best in everybody. And I think it's hard. And there's just not enough things in this world that are hard that people will gravitate to. Usually people will go away from things that are hard. But elk hunting is so special and so finite that it's really hard and we gravitate towards it and it pushes us to be better men to be better husband and to share it on with our you know hopefully our family and to keep that like jason said write a passage you know dirk said it's what makes him tick john says it's his escape and his way to unplug and it's something special for everybody and it's different and it's beautiful so um i wanted to wrap this thing up have go around one more time let everybody just kind of say where they're going to go elk hunting this year and, and what content we might be seeing in the future at the Elk Collective from those hunts. Um, and I just want to reiterate that the Elk Collective is not Dirk Durham, Jason Phelps, Dan Staten, and John Gabriel. In fact, we're just the guys that steer the ship, but the Elk Collective is going to be everyone that we know and our network is giant that's great at elk hunting and has a different take. It's going to be them. It's going to be you guys listening. We're going to bring everybody in and get information from them and we're all going to grow together and it's never going to be stagnant. So Dirk, tell us your elk plans for 2020 and where we might, uh, what some of the adventures we might see at the elk collective, man. Oh man. Oh man. 2020. Ha, it's going to be a great year. Last year I had a really great year chalked up. Things kind of fell through a little bit, but this year I think it's going to be great. Um, I've got a tag in Idaho, soon as i can get one um <laughs> i'm an idaho resident of course but uh new mexico and also montana so um as far as elk collective stuff goes i got a whole bunch of scouting to do because i plan on hunting somewhere new in idaho this year somewhere i've never been before i'm hoping to be able to get a tag in a capped zone not even sure i'm going to be able to do that um but i'm going to be so far away from my normal stomping grounds i'm gonna have to go somewhere else i, I won't have i don't have to but i want to so that means a whole bunch of scouting so i haven't e-scouted anything yet for montana new mexico or idaho so after i get moved i'm gonna start hitting the old google earth the base map start connecting all those dots and then this summer i'm gonna start making trips and it'll be boots on the ground and good going to film that uh, process of scouting boots on the ground, what I'm looking for, where I'm going. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going exactly or really even anywhere close, but <laughs> you'll know the state. But uh, I'm going to do some boots on the ground scouting, document all that. Um, that way, you know, maybe there'll be some takeaways guys can use um, for their ne their hunts next year um, or the, even this fall. So I'm pretty excited about all those hunts. And, uh, and I kind of geek out on, on the scouting part of it. I, I think, I think at the anticipation and the buildup and the preparation for elk season is almost as good as the hunting. Um, I mean, that might be blasphemy, but I think it's almost as good as hunting. No, I couldn't agree more. JP, what, uh, besides mountain goats in Washington state, you lucky son of a gun, what is in the hopper for you, brother? It is, it is going to be a crazy year. Um, 
So I've drawn a few tags. Um, right now, I think I'm going to go to Colorado and uh, just call for uh, Aaron with Kafaru. So um, give back a little bit. Don't necessarily need to have that many tags in my hand. Then I'm going to take off to New Mexico with Dirk and John. Um, directly following that hunt that will end on the 24th of September, I'm going to go to Wyoming where I drew a tag. Um, probably hunt from like the 25th to the 5th of um, October. And then I am the lucky holder of a San Carlos rifle tag, which will be um, early next year, so early January. Um, should be a really fun hunt. Um, I don't know where this luck came from. Um, I've pulled some randoms out with some very, very low percentages. But, um, I'm, you know, 2020 sucked as a, as a, as a year so far, but um, I'm not going to complain about the draws um, just quite yet. Wow. Uh well, you got some. Wow, I don't even know what to say. Wow. He's cut out of the Elk Collective right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're living right, and that's what's up. And you know what? Yeah, COVID nineteen, rioting, BLM, whatever you want. I don't. None of that's nonsense. We all are elk hunters, and we have. There's light in the tunnel. And again, it just goes back to elk hunting is a gift. So, Jonathan, what's in the hopper for you, brother? Uh, well, we got New Mexico, um, with Dirk and Jason, and then, uh, I have a Montana general tag this year, um, which I'm planning on trying to figure out dates with that. And, uh, so I got those two and then I'm going to, well, actually I got an elk tag here in Utah, um, which is going to be kind of a kicker because it opens August 15th. And, uh, so that's going to be a weird kind of new hunt. Haven't done it know where some elk are at i can go hunt them obviously um but the calling situation not sure they're going to be super callable that early so uh, i'm gonna have to kind of do my homework here during the summer real quick here um the snow is just still melting up here on the front um in a few places so um gonna go battle the crowds and see if i can find a bull there before we get main elk season underway in september so um yeah and then we'll see what everything shakes out if i have some extra time i might buy an idaho elk tag and go try to shoot one there too. So we'll see what happens. Wow. That's I legit. I do want to add, John, if you use that pink signature, read, you can start the rut, um, middle August in Salt Lake or in the Utah. Oh, perfect. I'll uh, make sure I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you have, you have to have a mullet to be able to do that though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> start drawing. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I have enough hair to do that. Okay. <laughs> You know, John, with your whitetail hunting prowess, I could see you potentially being the one guy in Utah with a hang-on stand over a pinch point calling or or just even setting up an ambush and, and smoking one, treating them like a whitetail, and that could be a whole another can of worms for the Elk Collective to learn from. That's that was exactly my plan. Stop, stop giving away the secrets here. But uh, okay. yeah, so but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna film that. And like Dirk said, the scouting piece of everything. Like I think honestly, I have a mule deer tag in my pocket too. But uh, just that portion of trying to figure something out new this year is going to be kind of an exciting feat. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. That's I'm stoked for all of you. I uh, wish I was joining you guys in New Mexico, but. Uh, you know, the low-hanging fruit, that's not really my style. Uh, no, I'm super jealous. Um, I just, uh, I'm the over-the-counter guy this year. I'm going to a new place in Idaho where I've never elk hunted. Uh, I'm like Dirk. I'm super stoked. I have 
two or three scouting trips planned, and uh, I'm going to take everybody along with those. Um, I got a Montana general, and I haven't been to Montana since. That's the last time I killed a bull in Montana. Uh, two, she's two thousand nine. I haven't hunted Montana, so uh, I'm going to try to check out some old haunts and find some new ones. I've already been doing a lot of e scouting, and I can't wait to show people my style of e scouting. And uh, it's going to be great. And then I drew a Wyoming general. So I have that, and uh, I guess I do have an over-the-counter in Washington State, uh, but uh, we'll see how that goes. So I kind of got the triangle, as I call it, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and uh, cheers, gentlemen, to 2020, launching the Elk Collective, hopefully filling our freezers and helping other people. It doesn't get any better than that. Guys, you heard it here first. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, separation is in the preparation, and we'll catch you on the next one. Okay, guys, there you have it. You now know The Elk Collective is going live July 1st. If you want to head to the website, theelkcollective.com, you can get signed up to be notified when it's officially live. Uh, I'm so stoked. I think it's going to be awesome. Meanwhile, we're still mining awesome content, and it's going to be I don't know. I think it's going to be a game changer, quite honestly. So for the Elk Shape listeners that are, uh, you heard it first. Like if you signed up for Elk Shape Camp Online and you still have a membership to that thing, uh, we're going to migrate all those almost 60 videos over to the Elk Collective. So you're going to get yourself an Elk Collective membership. And that's just uh, our way of saying thanks for being an early adopter of the Elk Shape Camps. Plus, you'll get all the Elk Collective content that's on there as well. So let's go over discount codes if you're looking to update some gear. First off, Vortex Apparel. Right now, 20% off if you use the discount code ELKSHAPE. So check that out. Black Ovis. I know a lot of folks use this discount code uh, for all their hunting gear. Use the discount code ELKSHAPE. Save 20%. If you're going to get sick of gear, you have to pick up the phone and call Black Ovis and tell them you're an ELKSHAPE podcast listener. Wilderness Athlete will provide you 30% off your first purchase by using the discount code ELKSHAPE30. Climate Sleep Systems will use the discount code ELKSHAPE20 for 20% off. Baku E-Bikes ELKSHAPE400 for $400 off. Lakewood Products ELKSHAPE2020 will get you 10% off. Crossover Symmetry use the discount code ELKSHAPE to save $20 on any package. And guys, I appreciate your support and all that you do for us. I'm super stoked for the next podcast. we got a couple more amazing elk hunters lined up. In the meantime, keep hustling to your goals. Keep working on perfect practice. What does that mean? Wear a backpack. Wear boots. Go for some sprints and shoot your bow under a controlled shot process. Work on some different angles. Go to the archer range. Get your rucks. Do your e-scouting. Communicate with your spouse or better half about your hunting plans. Be an all-star at work so you can have... Basically, so you can check out and go elk hunting come September. It's right around the corner. This is a magical time of year, but really it's a pivotal time of year that you set yourself up for success come fall 2020. Thanks for listening. Separation is in the preparation.